Hey everybody, this is Sean Arnold, which I'm assuming you all know because probably the first people that are listening to this all know me. Um, maybe one day down the road somebody will listen to this who doesn't, and then uh, <laughs> introducing myself will become important. But I have decided to start a podcast. So, just going to tell you a little bit about why I started it. Um, and the story I think is important because... The reason why I'm starting it is because of something that happened to me, and I think that, you know, maybe it'll, someone else will decide they want to do something, or at least give some context as to why I'm doing this. I've decided to call it Too Much Information, because I want to do long form, first of all, Um, so these will be longer. Um, I know that everyone says that these days people don't want to listen to anything that's you know, longer than a few minutes or whatever, but I am going to challenge that assertion, or at the very least, if people want to listen to it in eight-minute chunks, they can. Uh, But you'll understand better when I talk about why I'm doing it and what I'm doing as to why I feel like it needs to be long form. So I would imagine that most of these will be between 45 minutes and maybe two hours. This will not, obviously, but um, just some context there. So the too much information bit, I just actually comes from Another idea, because I was originally going to call it the most interesting podcast in the world, which is obviously presumptuous presumptuous and probably a bit arrogant, but uh, I just thought that that was sort of funny. Um, And then I realized that the most interesting podcast, I was looking for domain names and such um, to potentially use, and TMI, you know, abbreviating it makes it easier. And then TMI, and I thought TMI is too much information, and then I said, well, too much information actually sounds better. But there's some double entendre there that I could maybe use later. I, I've bought the domain name tmipod.com. Uh, so that was um, favorable um, that that was available, but I just went with that. So there's a couple of reasons why I decided to start doing this. And it's kind of odd how the universe sort of puts things in front of you, I guess, at similar times. Or, the, or there seems to be some sort of synchronicity as to why things uh, happen or show up in your life and it could lead to one thing or another. So I can't remember the exact order. So I'll just start with the first, the first thing was um, I, I was doing this sort of podcast video podcast type thing with a guy I know named Jamie Bendel, um, who I hope will actually be a guest on this at some point, but it was called take on the news where all these people got on and, uh, and basically talked about news things, you know, current events, um, via Skype. Um, it was pretty interesting on one of the episodes I was on, there was another guy on named Jeremy Lopez. Uh, and the first thing that struck me about Jeremy was actually is his voice is just amazing. Like he has the most amazing sounding voice. Um, and I think I even said something to him maybe in pre-show or whatever, but I ended up tweeting him later and I was like, dude, your voice is just buttery. (laughs) I mean, it really is. And Um, you know, he thanked me and we sort of, uh, you know, kind of developed an exchange and he's like, Oh, I've got a podcast. Why don't you come on my podcast? Uh, to which I said, me talk. That sounds awesome. So, (laughs) so he had me on and it's really great. So he, he was a, a, a radio show host for a while. Um, 
he lives up in the Athens area. And I think since he got out of radio, I don't know how, how, um, but I think he's done 300 or something episodes of podcasts since then. And really they just started, I mean, it's he and his wife, it's friends of his. I mean, he covers topics that he's interested in. It's a little different than normal podcasts because again, it's also can be longer and, um, you know, topically it's, it can be uh, cover a lot of ground. I mean, you know, when we talk, we tend to talk about politics and, you know, some other just things that are going on in the world, but he's into MMA and he has guys that do, you know, that come on and talk about MMA. Um, he does stuff with his wife when they're just driving around on trips and stuff. I mean, so, which I think is great. I mean, I, I understand the idea of like, oh, I'm going to go listen to a poker podcast or I'm going to go listen to a, uh, you know, a sports fantasy sports podcast. And, and I totally get that. But, you know, these days when, you know, you just want something to listen to it. You know, I, I understand the idea of making something so niched out that, you know, it, it's, it's got a very targeted listenership. Uh, but on the other hand, I, I mean, I find things that are just a little more open, interesting as well, just cause it's a little more surprising. It's a little more stimulating and I'll listen to the specific things as well, but Jeremy's just done a million of these and it's really done well. I mean, obviously coming from radio, he understands production value and he's got a really cool setup at his house. And I'll say again, too, as, as, I, as we go through these, I'm sure there will be technical hurdles I will have to overcome uh, as we do. So bear with me if there's little audio things here and there. I'm, I've also been in the process of teaching myself how to do some sound editing um, so I can at least make it sound a little better. And I've got, you know, a decent mic at this point. Um, I'm doing everything software based. I don't have any mixers or anything in, in, involved as of yet. But um, just bear with me because, you know, the production value may be, uh, may be spotty at times until I, until I figure this all out. But so anyway, I just thought it was super great that Jeremy just decided to do this thing, right? Where he talks to people he knows and he gets it recorded and, you know, it, it's, it's just a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting format and sort of set up for it. And, and that was sort of my first thing. So then, and again, I can't remember the order. I don't know if it was right before that or right after that, but a, a buddy of mine, Jeff Marker, um, and I actually went to see Kevin Smith, um, do a one man show at center stage here in Atlanta. So Kevin Smith, if you don't know, is the guy that um, wrote and directed Clerks, um, which was sort of the thing that kind of made his career. Um, he's also done <clears throat> Chasing Amy and Dogma and, <clears throat> excuse me, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and um, a bunch of those, you know, so he's Silent Bob from Jay and Silent Bob. So I, I, I like some of his films, um, but... I've also listened to him do things and listen to some of his podcasts. He's really into comics um, and, you know, science fiction type stuff. He's And, and he does a ton of podcasts. Um, I think he says he does eight um, or something like that. But one of his is called Fat Man on Batman, which is like the greatest podcast title of all time. But um, he does really well with the podcast. And he just seems like a genuinely not only nice guy, but interesting guy, humble guy, sort of very self-aware about why he's where he is and how he's gotten there. So, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I know he's not a stand-up, so I wasn't really expecting the show to be a stand-up comedy show, but, um, it, you know, I figured he'd tell stories and, it, you know, it would be interesting. So my buddy Jeff is actually, um, a film professor. Um, so, 
you know, the reason I asked him to go is, you know, Kevin Smith's obviously a filmmaker. I thought there might be some interesting things in there for him. So we go to the show and it was an interesting setup because he had microphones set out and, and effectively he came out and, you know, sort of introduced himself and talked for a few minutes, but then he just let people ask questions. Um, so the audience was really, really diverse. I mean, you had a lot of, you know, he sort of has, you know, his, his style and, you know, he, as an independent filmmaker and how he got started, he's kind of got that alt sort of crowd, you know, that, and there were a lot of young filmmakers and people there, but the show ended up being about 50% him telling really hilarious stories about some of the things he's experienced because of his success and, you know, those sorts of things. And, and, you know, and then stuff about the industry, you know, and what he's dealt with in the, in, in the movie business and that sort of thing. And about 50% of it was almost a motivational speech, which was not, not at all what I was expecting. Um, you know, I, I sort of had an idea about his personality and sort of what he, the kind of person he was from interviews and listening to his podcasts and stuff. But Hearing him in that setting really sort of gave gave me a, another sort of perspective. So, um, the interesting thing, it, these are the points that he made. And this is why I left this show of his feeling uh, amazingly inspired. Um, in, in the entertainment world especially. So, like, if, you know, if you think about the things that, you know, are sort of content consumables, right? Um uh, if you want to be a writer, if you want to write novels, if you want to write for a newspaper or magazine, if you want to be a musician and uh, make music and sell records and play live shows, if you want to make films, um, if you want to do radio, uh, if you want to be a news person, you know, all of these sort of media and entertainment type gigs, he said really interesting. So this was really interesting. So there's, there's two, when you comes to sort of air quotes, big time, um, the big time world of that. There's, there's two things you have to deal with in every situation. First is there's a gatekeeper and the gatekeeper are effectively the people that tell you whether or not you can even come in the room and play with the big boys, right? If you want to write for the wall street journal, uh, someone has to tell you they'll give you a job. If you want to publish a novel that goes out completely widespread, you know, and has support and all that with Simon and Schuster or, you know, any one of these things, there's a publisher and a publisher has to, you know, you've heard about people getting rejection letters for their novels. Somebody has to say, yes, it's good enough. Um, with music, you have to find a record company or record station, you know, or radio stations that'll play your music and, you know, get it. You know, distribution now is a lot different with digital, but still you have to, someone has to say, we believe in this, we'll help you make it. And then we'll go put it out in front of people. And obviously with making films or acting, I mean, you have to, you know, find a movie screen for it to go on. Um, you have to get someone to, to cast you in a movie, but anyway, gatekeeper, someone that just says whether or not you can actually come in the room. Then once you're in the room, there are people that are constantly deciding whether or not you can stay. Um, which is again, like people that will take your second book or your next album or, you know, whatever. So it, it's almost like there is always in, in most of these forms of media, there is always someone that is determining your fate now don't get me wrong if you're really good and you know you get in the door and you blow up you know to a degree you can create some stability there but you know not everyone is you two or 
you know, um, J.K. Rowling or Howard Stern or, or whoever. Those are extreme minority cases. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, the the point that Kevin Smith made, which was really interesting, is that podcasting is kind of the wild west. Those people don't exist, right? We have access to these. I mean, pretty amazing. I mean, if you were listening to this, I mean, think about it. I'm sitting right now in my TV room with a laptop in my lap with a piece of recording software that I downloaded and a decent little microphone that I bought recording this, just talking to the microphone by myself. My wife just left to go out of town to New York for a few days for work. Um, and I'm recording this. And if you're listening to it, then somehow it has made it onto the web into your ears. So the point is, is that I can record this, and this is for very little investment, right? Like, I can record this, I can post it, I can share it on social media, and people can listen to it. There's no one that can, t- you know, there's no one standing there saying, oh, gosh, we listened to this and it sucks. You you know, you can't post it. Or there's no one saying that, oh, your first two of these were awful, so we're not going to let you host this on our podcasting site anymore. Or uh, it, it's it's absolutely free and available to everyone it's not absolutely free but it's open and available to everyone which when you think about it is kind of amazing right that that anyone can have this platform um it it, and it started me thinking because he's absolutely right as most of you that know me know i'm a very opinionated guy i generally i mean i've made a joke that i have an opinion on everything just ask um and and that was my first thing of saying well i like to talk about things like should i go because you know and do this because kevin smith is correct like the only thing that's stopping me from doing this is just committing the time to learning a few little technical things and then going and and recording the thing so you know that was kind of the first you know the first bit of inspiration was that like yes this is open and i can do it anyone can do it and he even said you should do it and any and he and motivationally he applied this to everyone you know and, and the second part of this is that you need to do it for you, not for everyone else, which is another just fabulous point. So effectively, he said, if you want to make a movie, go make a movie, right? He goes, obviously, that's probably more involved than a podcast, but, you know, and there's budget and some other things. He's like, you know, he did, I think he did Clerks for eight grand or 10, some little number. But, you know, he says now with, he goes, you can shoot movies on your iPhone, right? But just make them for you. If, if other people listen and like it, that's awesome. And it's great, and sometimes, like in his case, you know, where he his career blew up, it affords him the ability to do more um, movies and to do them bigger and, you know, all that. But um, at the end of the day, whenever he makes a movie, he made a point of saying, I make it for myself. I make it because I, I like the script or I'm going to enjoy it or I wrote it, and it's for me. And if the overarching idea is if no one watches it or listens to it or does whatever, that's okay because you're making it for you. So... That's the first thing, right, for these, is I'm really just doing this for myself. Um, If people find it interesting or, you know, whatever, that's great. I mean, I think, you know, you, anybody that creates anything ideally wants other people to, you know, appreciate it or have a chance to experience it. But, you know, first and foremost, he's right, right? It's got to be for yourself first. It can't be about money or fame or whatever, um, with sort of passion projects. I mean, obviously there are things that are about money, but 
<clears throat> and if it gets there, great. But the idea is just make it. Your sole driver's got to be that you just, not only do you want to do it, but maybe to a degree you feel like you have to. Um, I actually already have a one of these in the can where I talk to a musician friend of mine and we talk about that. Like, do you do it because you want to or do it because you have to? Um, but, you know, that's just also a thing that I fundamentally didn't really think about because it's like, well, why... And again, selfishly, and this is probably kind of shallow, is like, well, we'll make a podcast if, if nobody ever listens to it. Because it's entirely possible nobody ever listens to these. Um, but that was Kevin's point, is it doesn't matter if anyone ever listens to it. Because you're doing it because you feel like you need to. And also, it's something that you'll have forever. You know, so the reality is, is that for me, and I'll tell you about when I get into the genesis of what the format and kind of what I'm trying to do is... Um, I will have these. They're mine. They'll exist forever for, you know, for, for even if, you know, I just want to go back and listen to these later. And there's some value in, in that as well. So, so then let's go back to Jeremy because after this Kevin Smith thing, I was talking to Jeremy again and he made an interesting point where he said, you know, it is kind of funny because if when aliens turn up on the planet earth a thousand years from now and we're all, we're dead and gone, <laughs> we've destroyed ourselves. Um, and let's say they find an old hard drive that, you know, and they, and they open it up or they find a server from Facebook and they're just going to look at it and go, look at these self-centered assholes. Like all they have are pictures of themselves, pictures of themselves. And, you know, with duck face pictures of themselves in front of landmarks, pictures of themselves in front of you know, a beach, it's, it's like selfie, selfie, all, the whole, the only thing we capture with any regularity is selfies, right? Like pictures of ourselves or pictures of dogs or our kids or whatever. Um, but it's a very sort of visual and I get it. It's easy to capture that. It's easier to capture that than anything else. But if you just look at it from the outside, it's like, man, it's just a lot of pictures for me. The most interesting, the most interesting things in my life that have ever happened to me have involved conversation. Right. This idea of two people talking about whatever. And I and that's anyone. I mean, I, I've 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 Holly and I have gone to London and well, that's even extreme. I'll, I'll do something more simple than that. Um, when I, I have clients in the 191 building down at um, 191 Peachtree, um, there is a guy that shines shoes there. And I love getting my shoes shined. And he's been shining shoes there for my goodness, 20 years, 25 years. Uh, and I like to get my shoe signed, but I love to go and talk to this guy just because, I mean, think about that. Like it, there's, you know, can't, you know, powerful law firms in there. Um, just hunt, you know, tens, twenties of businesses, um, hundred, maybe, I don't know. It's a huge building. Um, but all the stuff that he sees and how things have changed over the years. I'm like, that's just fat. Those kinds of, you know, that kind of conversation is just super fascinating. Um, and then I've talked to rock stars and, you know, actors and, you know, um, people that, you know, are considered famous and had equally fascinating conversations about other things, right? Or like London, I was going to say, well, Holly and I went to London. You know, one of the things I love to do is when, you know, every hour and a half you stop at a pub to get a pint is to just find a local, like sit next to people that live there and just talk to them about where they're from and what it's like where they are. And, you know, it's, but, but conversation is, is how we, 
actually accumulate so much information. Our life experience is all about interacting with other people. And that was one of the things that Jeremy said was, you know, for me, like I'm talking to my friends about things I like to talk about. And even if no one listens, now I have that conversation recorded, which is entirely true. I mean, I, I can think of, you know, amazing situations where I've had really deep and thoughtful conversations, funny conversations, um, sports conversations with people where I've said, oh man, I really remember that conversation. It was great. It would be awesome to be able to listen to that again. Um, for lots of reasons, right? Just to hear it again, um, for context. I mean, what if you listen to something two years later and think, oh my gosh, think about how much has changed. Um, and so, you know, since we had this talk or maybe something we said came true, or maybe something we said was completely off base or whatever. And, and that's so true. I mean, right. It's, and, and then, so, so now this is taking this a step further where I say to myself, well, why wouldn't I try and capture some of these conversations? They're very valuable and they're they're so important to us as human beings, right, to interact with one another. Um, and it's really not not that difficult. And that was sort of my, the second push, right? If the first, or the third push, I guess, if the first push was Jeremy's example and the second push was Kevin Smith's pep talk, then the third push was this realization of how important conversation is to us as a society and we don't do a good job uh, capturing it. Um, and Kevin Smith even said this in his show, you know, he said, there are things that you don't even think about that with the technology you have, we should do is he said, well, I don't know why everyone now doesn't grab a, even if it's your iPhone or something and plop down in front of a grandparent and just record them, you know, ask them about their life and growing up and where they came from and the things that, I mean, because all that information, I mean, you know, we have it, you have it secondhand, you know, you have what a history book tells you, you have what, you know you've read about, you know, some other person's account, but your grandmother's account, like your family's account of, 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 you know, just things that are specific to you and your family, like that's a, amazingly valuable. It's valuable for your children, your grandchildren, future generations, um, the people that are related to you perhaps. And I, and it's just amazing that more people don't do that. It's like, just go stick a microphone in somebody's face and go talk about this. I want to capture it. Um, I know, you know, now all of my grandparents are gone and my father is gone and there's a million things that I, I, I wish I had asked and I wish I had captured. So that's the third shove is this idea that, you know, things are important. Um, conversations are important and they're important to me. And so I want to grab them even if they're not important to anyone else, but I'll put it out there to see if, if anybody else is interested. So the fourth shove, which is really sort of, okay, well, what is it? Is, is after this, I sort of talked to my wife, you know, I told Holly about this and I was kind of scrolling through my Facebook friends list at one point and I thought to myself, man, I really, really know a lot of interesting people. I mean, I really do. Uh, and Holly would tell you because it's a tenant of hers that, you know, she always says everyone has a story that almost everyone you know is interesting if you talk to them long enough or you dig deep enough. I mean, sometimes you can get there quickly, sometimes it takes a little longer, but there's something interesting effectively about everyone. And, and when I say I know a lot of interesting people, I don't just mean, you know, because of what my wife does for a living and what I used to do, you know, running around the music world and all that sort of stuff. I, I know a lot of people that I guess air quotes interesting doesn't necessarily equate to famous. I mean, I know some people that are famous, but, um, but just interesting. 
right? Like not famous at all. Like you wouldn't know them from Adam's house cat, but I know they're really interesting because of things they've done in their life or career paths they've taken or, or changes they've made in their life because of what their career, you know, because of how they were feeling, um, hardships they've endured, those sorts of things. And, and for me, like, I love those kinds of stories. I mean, I catch myself a lot, like, you know, watching like 30 for 30 ESPN documentaries where it's kind of has a, you know, obviously it's sports in a sense that that's usually the backdrop, but a lot of times the story is just more about these people that you may not know when they do the story and it, it, you know, the story unfolds in a very, a very meaningful way. There was one I just listened to recently about a guy that um, got, won a contest to take a half court shot for a million dollars. And um, he did it and a guy in the press box recorded it on his iPhone and the guy, the shot didn't even make it halfway there. And he posted it up. And of course, cause the internet's full of assholes and people that, you know, just apparently like to just trash other people. Um, but of course people just started to make fun of him mercilessly. Well, it turns out that this guy has, um, of extremely rare disease. He'd been fighting it for a few years. It was one of the first times he'd been healthy and strong enough to even get out of the house. He loves basketball. It was, it was actually at the final four, I think last year. Um, you know, he, he wins this guy's wife enters in this contest cause he think it'd be a nice treat for him because he's been, you know, in the hospital so much and whatever. And, you know, it was just, the whole thing was the idea that he got to be there and he got to do it. And then because some jackass, you know, these people online, you know, want to make fun of him because he wasn't strong enough to get the basketball for half court to the hoop. Um, that's another topic we'll talk about. I'm sure a lot about asshole people online, but, um, but you know, it was, it was a 20 minute thing. And it's just a fascinating story about this guy who is not famous and not anything, but his story is just, it's amazing and it's encouraging and inspiring. And he took it with such grace and it didn't seem like it bothered. It it sounded like it bothered me more than it bothered him, right? That all these people were all over him. But, but that's the idea, right? There's, I know a lot of people, a lot of people that are fascinating um, in a lot of different ways. Um, And again, I want to talk to these people and to capture these conversations um, because I think they have value. And if they don't have any value for anyone else other than me, they at least have value for me. So that goes back to the idea about long form. I want to really get into some things. I want to talk about the not obvious things. I mean, I, you know, I mean, there's, if you talk to someone that's a musician or, you know, a a media person or a lawyer, like you can always talk about their job. Um, But it's, it's, it's fun also to sort of dig into things that you wouldn't expect, you know, their views of the world or, you know, movies they like or, um, you know, things that like to do for fun or hobbies. I mean, there's just, there's, there's an infinite number of things that you can get into, but I think it takes some time to explore those things. So that's why I want to, um, to dig in a little bit and, and make these things a bit longer. I mean, whether or not people, they're good enough for people to want to stick around forever. Um, or, you know, if they listen to them in chunks, it's kind of irrelevant. I mean, I hope people do like it and, and I hope people comment and tell me, you know, or give me, you know, crit, you know, or cr- critical in a positive way, and you know, tell me if there are things they like or don't, or that they would like to see, or that I could maybe be better at, because we can all, I think, strive to get better. But, but again, this is just sort of all those shoves in succession have led me to this place, where I've decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this thing a go. Um, like I said, I've already got one in the can. I thought it went really well. We talked about some interesting things, and I think people will find interesting. Um, I'm working on a little admin type things. I'm, I'm cleaning up some of the technical stuff. I'm trying to get the hosting together and 
where this thing's going to live and make it look like it's not totally shoddy, but, um, you know, but, but I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a fun experiment. Um, I don't know how long I'll do it. I hope I do it for a while. Like I said, just because I want to capture conversations with these people. Um, just for, even if it's just for me. So thanks for sticking around for the first one. Um, you know, feel free to reach out if you have comments or questions or something you want to hear or if you want to be on the thing. I mean, I don't know. Um, but just let me know. Um, t- my Twitter is I'm at Sean ATL S H A W N A T L. Um, you can get me there. I haven't worked out any other stuff for, you know, the, the social media. I think it's going to be TMIPod.com as soon as I figure all that out, but I'm, a, I'm a little ways away from that yet. Um, but you can always get me on the Twitters. Um, and there'll probably be a comment thread line for wherever I leave this thing. But, um, thanks for sticking around. Um, I hope you listen to these. They should be fun. Uh, and at the very least, it'll be a, um, a little bit of a voyeuristic look into voyeuristic look into, uh, just my own journey about this idea of, you know, having these conversations with people that I know and respect and think are fascinating. So, Thanks a lot. Hope everybody has a great morning, afternoon, night. And until next time, press on. Hey.